Okay, was it me or did that one sound a little muffled this time around? That sounded that was, weird. That, that, that was fine. It's just you. All right, it's these headsets I'm wearing, so unfortunately, HyperX, send me a better pair of headset because this one is busted. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Spectator Mode Podcast. This is episode sixty-four. And before I introduce the, the host on the show, you know, you know who we are already. I'm going to tell you right now, this podcast is going to be a little, little unorthodox because we have no idea what we're really talking about this week. <laughs> Let's talk about how much you love Destiny too, and how you want to come back to the fold. Uh, uh, fuck Destiny too. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried, too. boys. I tried. Uh, I, I don't tried. know about that. Uh, I saw all those nerfs and changes, and I was like, "Yeah, I ain't never coming back to this game." They, they just made sure that I'm never coming back. So hey, anyway, at least you'll get to come back, and all of your guns will be invalidated for the next season. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, yeah. so we got anyway. Rob, Matt, and Carl, and of course I'm Keith Mitchell on today's episode of Spectrum World Podcast. Also, um, if you oh. heard the first time, um, fuck that's me too. <laughs> Just to say another. Just to make sure I, got, got, I, got, I got myself a present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't worry, I'm carrying this promotion behind me. <laughs> oh my god, what is that? Is that wrestling? We don't talk about wrestling on this show. That's the other podcast. Oh, the good, the good thing is, you're not going to be able to go over there. Not this one. <laughs> So that's a beautiful looking belt, by the way. Yeah, I, I, bought, I, bought, I bought myself a replica of the uh, the old WCW United States Championship. How much cost? Two hundred and fifty Australian, so probably about one hundred twenty, one hundred and seventy American. That's not yeah, bad. Little less than that. Little less than that. That's anyway, it. so I'm, that's, I'm that's happy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know what? Who wants to introduce what we're talking about today? Because uh, I'm doing. I got Twitter this. Shit. We're going to talk about the good times. We're going to talk about... Um, We're not talking what? about That's good the... times. <laughs> no, I said the good times, not good okay. times. Uh, no, uh, child line. Nobody knows what that show is. Well, do we, we want to well, start you and I know. You and I know because we're the people. I guess those are the good times. What we're there's those are the reason, good times. There's no, a gonna... reason for that. We're not going to go into that. We're, <laughs> we are not, not going to go into that. Um, no. Um. Uh, I was going to say, talk about what we usually been doing. You know, what games we've been playing. We're going to talk about what we've been doing. Like, Keith's been streaming us losing our minds playing this game. Um, but I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it, I'll kick it off with what I've been playing. Just, I've, been playing <laughs> I've been playing, you know, Remnant of the Ashes with these two defined gentlemen over my screens. So my... I'm sorry. I do not identify as a gentleman. I am an Apache helicopter. <laughs> what? Have Stop. I misgendered you already? Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, I kid, I kid. I, I don't mean those. It, it was a joke. Um, playing Remedy Ashes. Uh, I played some Streets of Rage four. Uh, my brother and I today has finished all the uh, challenges in Borderlands three. The cartel, the cartel add on. I think end sometime next week. And but I, the best about the cartel is some of the guns. Blah blah. The challenge. The music is so good. I love that music. Um, that eighty style synthwave vapor. Stuff I love it. Ooh. So but, what you said, so basically what you said is you're waiting for Cyberpunk 2077. I've been ready for it my whole life. Um, but seriously, um, I played that, and I recently just got off finished playing um, the Final Fantasy uh, 14 a demo with my brother. So it's been it's for PS4. It's still you know it's an MMO, but that's what I've been doing, just that, and uh, just having some good times. I'm not touching any fighting games for a while. I'm not interested in Ultra Instinct or Ultra Bloring. Just can't play that. That character is ridiculous. Yeah. So, Rob, what you been up to, my good friend? 
What have I been up to? Uh, I've only been playing Persona. I <laughs> I will continue to sing praise for that game because I like it a lot. Is Ryuji um, your boy now? I'm surprised you're still playing it. I mean, it's a good game. Homie. Of course, he's well, my boy. Obviously, it's a good yeah, game. Yeah, he's a boy. You want to keep going? <laughs> Ryuji's such a homie. He's exactly. so not unlikable. Like, exactly. there, there's nothing about him that you just can't like. He's too. He's too fucking idiotic a lot of times but he's just like it's such a he's good your homeboy. a good he heart always, yeah. he always he's, he's always like got him. your back whether he's, he's always got the food doing like yo um, oh, oh uh, how you feel about a catchy are you not have you met him yet i i have met him i'm i'm up to like halfway through um i mean spoilers whatever i'm at saison's palace so okay so you 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 hate him don't you uh yeah he's kind of a dick that's like the point though and i get uh, yeah. that like he's supposed to be your rival he's like the pokemon rival trainer or whatever that you got to be like i get it you know we've already had like that um there's a part in his confidant route where you have to fight him which is really yeah. cool and that was that was really cool because i was just like oh, i'm gonna beat this guy's ass dude i can't wait oh you know, you know what's so the part about it is that they try to make him more likable in this game but he's still a horrible character they do try and i mean like I, I see it and like I get it you know like he's still like at the end of the day like there's a little bit about him that you like he's very much like the main character in some ways but it's just like still it's just the, the guy's like your rival still yeah so still you're gonna yeah, be he's, to, you, he's a total still, yeah. oh wait hey. can, can you spoil what girl did you decide to max that cop with Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, here, here's the thing because i do have an opinion on that i think that royal specifically sets out one character for you to try and yes and, and max out in romance and i mean it, it's very clearly the new character Cosmo right. is like it sets her up as like you should be going for her she well, is it, it, it throughout the, same the thing main story with maria they did the same thing in gold of marie so i yeah, yeah i get you it's very much just like they they took the base game, but they, they like spread her out in so many different spots. And like, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think she's a great character. And I yeah. like her a lot. And like for me, it's either between her and Makoto, which is like it's between wow. five and Persona Five Royal is just like those are like the key characters that everyone likes. So it's like at at, at the same time I'm kinda like, uh, eh, maybe I should should I go with someone else? But like those are like my two <clears throat> right now that I'm, uh, I'm like like the most. Believe and... it or not, I'm uh, I was torn between that. Oh, um, Nokoto, the new girl. My brother is different. He actually likes Haru, and then the really? teacher. So, yeah, he likes Haru. I I can see that, but like, there is stuff to like about her. But I just feel like that she just kind of like shows up for her her dad's palace, and then she's just kind of like, eh. The rest. She of the comes world. very late in, in the first in the original. She comes very late in the game where you can't kind of build around her. Yeah. This one you have more time, so it's kind of a little better. But yeah, I'm glad yeah. you chose. I'm glad you chose. He's one of the best girls. So everyone clap. He has good yeah. taste. He <laughs> I, has good taste. Yes, oh, I, I, I guess so. But yeah, I, I'm like, that, here's the thing with JRPGs that take a long time with them because I enjoy being in the worlds that they are. So like, I take a long time with him. I'm at like yeah. 105 hours. I think yeah, that's what my roughly. save file says. Dude, it's probably not accurate. I'm probably more like 95 hours because I probably stepped away. Plus the minus screens, yeah. But it's, it's still, like, that's a long time. And, it, you know, for a game to keep me that long and still have a good time with it, I mean, it gets to the point where you see faults and, like, you understand that it's not a perfect game. And I never thought it was a perfect no. game. But, like, it, it's still, like, it, it's, it, it is a good to praise something that keeps your attention for that long because you know it, it's hard to do for a video game a oh yeah video. definitely but and uh, i'm glad you enjoyed it now yeah. you could finally be a snob 
an RPG <laughs> stop. Like, please, I don't play anything about Atlas RPGs. Everything goes trash. Get it out oh, of my face. Jesus. Well, I mean, the, the thing was for me is that I was always like, it's it's very anime, and I'm not a big anime fan, so I, I step away from that stuff usually. But I mean, having the opportunity to play this game, I'm more open to it. Um, that's not to say I'd probably play another Persona. No, no, you're now. probably you're probably not going to do what I, <laughs> one of my cohorts will does. Like play every trash waifu simulator there is. I'll think about it, be... but probably not. <laughs> yeah, you'll, that's what I would recommend. I would recommend since you have chosen a the, one of the best girls, I would recommend you the good stuff. And last thing I'll say about it is that Persona Five in general just kind of feels like it's one of those games where it's like it's very special outside of the rest of the series, you know? Because yeah. there's a reason why it's so successful. Like so many people play it. People who have never played a Persona game before are jumping in for Persona Five. So it's like yeah. it's just one of those games that's very special in its own right and doesn't have to necessarily, you know, deal with any of its past games or future games. No, for that. all the Persona games are kind of that way. Like believe it or not, like Persona One and Two are canon to each other. And then throughout the series, there's little bits and pieces of them interacting with the rest of the universe, and that's about it. Like in five, you'll see some cameos to four a bit, but not as much really. Like you'll see Rise on the TV screen because that's sort of older. But it's all Persona games are kind of one offish, except for one and two. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't really been playing much else. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Carl. Let us know you've been you've been playing Stampede Stadium match. <laughs> the greatest uh, game of all time. Oh god, more wrestling references. Uh, yeah. No, I I've mostly been playing Remnant from the Ashes with you boys most of this week. That's been my my main run. Uh, other other than that, the usual, you know, do my bits and pieces on Animal Crossing because I'm slow as all hell on that game. <laughs> I still I, I still haven't even like cleared the the main story part yet. Uh, just because I've been taking my time doing everything as slow as possible. Uh, more Saints Row, because, you know, that came out in the remaster not long after I finished playing it on the Switch. Yeah. This is Saints Row Quattro, right? Tres. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Saints Row, Saints Row the Third uh, recently got the remastered edition put out. Uh, luckily, we have been able to acquire a PC code so i can give that a run um so so far it's yeah same game graphics are really well done uh that you can really tell a big difference between like the early versions that you've seen on like, the ps3 uh switch and everything else and this like the, the graphics that have actually been new lighting system everything else looks brilliant uh otherwise it is the same game the only thing I will say is for Switch owners, because I've been looking at comparison video, videos as well, if you've picked up the Complete Collection versus the Remaster, uh, you might as well stick with the Complete Collection, because it's practically the exact same thing. You're not going to tell that much difference on the Switch. Mm. Yeah. But uh, I do plan on getting some stuff done this week, because, you know, Mortal Kombat, no, you DLC. Mortal no, Kombat you DLC comes out this week. Oh, so aftermath. basically, you, yeah, so basically you'll be just be playing Mortal Kombat. You're not going to get anything done. You'll just be playing more games. I'm going to get shit done. I got, yeah. I, got, I got articles to write and lists to make and opinion articles to piss people off with. You got, copies. You got copies. Perfect time to plug your, plug your Miss Me With That bullshit. <laughs> yes, uh, the Miss Me With That bullshit series that I like to do to make nice and controversial opinions such as you know, Resident Evil 4 is not a real Resident Evil game. Oh, or at least you know things like Code Veronica and even Dino Crisis deserve 
more love than that piece of trash. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then, wow. And, then, and, then, and then we have like the, the slight continuation of Toys on a Tuesday that Keys and I are trying to do on a regular basis to keep failing at. Where I looked at the <laughs> uh, the, the 1989 Batman mm. toys by Toy Biz, and yeah, there weren't many in that. But uh, yeah, I plan on a follow-up article where um, Kenner Toys actually took over the license not long after and actually produced a lot of toys for that series. Funny story, I actually stopped by Walmart today and I was picking up some stuff for the house and I saw that they have out the the Transformers for the Netflix Transformers coming out next month or actually in July. And then I also saw the, uh, what was it? War for Cybertron uh, Earthrise. Transformers, some of them, and the Megatron is the same damn one, just a different color. I don't like. Um, they get, wow. get lines the other. I was like, "Come on, guys, this is the same damn guy. Why did you do this?" But I will say, Hound and Mirage and um, it was Sideswipe. Sideswipe looked very nice. I almost picked them up, but then I saw they're like twenty five dollars a piece. I'm like, no. Yeah. They didn't have Prime. I was looking for Prime so hard. But that's the, that's the one, that's the one thing about toys these days is that like they they cost so much more than when they did when we were kids. Yeah, and it's like you look at them and you, it's like I could afford that, but I could I also do something better with my money. Than... <laughs> exactly. It's like I could have bought these guys, but I kind of needed this. I did pick up the Lego Ferrari. I, I mean, I have to Ooh, keep well, it nice. Lego. What kind of Ferrari? Right. So I don't know if you ever saw. I don't know if you ever saw know. my gaming. Uh, no, have you, got, um, have, you got, have you got the box nearby? No, I, I do not. I was just kidding. <laughs> it's part of the Speed Champion set. Um, if you've ever seen my my gaming my console gaming setup under the TV on top of the soundboard, I have a bunch of those cards from Lego, the Speed Champions, and they keep bringing out new cards. So this one is actually is the Speed Champions Lego F8 Tobrodo. I never saw this one, so it's new. Yeah, it's new. So that was cool. Sorry to uh, steal your thunder there, Carl. Keep going. No, uh, it's all good. Like, believe me. Like every every time I t- I go into a, like a, a toy shop or somewhere where they have Lego, I keep seeing that goddamn uh, that Batmobile. It keeps teasing me. It's like, buy me, buy me. I'm Give like, me the money. You're too expensive. Go on yeah. sale first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, uh, not to cut the key, so you're telling me that they're selling the toys for the new Netflix series ahead of time? Is that crazy? Yeah, it is. They're, I, they haven't been talking about the series. Um, we did yeah, say the show was going to be Which has me worried, actually. Um, no. Uh, I, I've, from what I was told by Netflix, like, <clears> I asked <throat> them, hey, can we screen this set? It is very faithful for fans of G1 Transformers. Oh, so it's going around that route. Okay. So, But they won't say anything else. All right, that's it. Thank you. Well, as long as City gets destroyed every episode, I guess they succeeded. Mm. And I guess Carl's done. So uh, my gaming this week has been very short, or uh, because basically run there from the ashes with you guys, and uh, I've been playing a lot of Bot VR. Getting because I haven't used my VR for exercise in quite some time because I kind of fucked up my shoulder and it's still messed up. But I'm gonna keep pushing through it because who needs shoulders, right? Um, yeah, who needs it? Just just throw out like this and hit buttons, and then everything works out. Yeah, that and just random bits and pieces. Again, my for some reason I've I think I'm burnt out on gaming for right now. I don't know why. Maybe because the games that I really want to play haven't haven't been released yet. 
And then maybe I just need a break. I don't. I'm not exactly sure. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's a fair yeah. time to do it. There's not much going on. Not much new stuff, anyway. I mean, yeah. you can always clean up your backlog. That's what I've been doing. Well, see, I, I, I've been doing that slowly but surely, and there's not really... See, I, I'm not the Keith Mitchell I was when I was younger. I have resisted the temptation of buying every game during Steam sales. The last couple of Steam sales, I have purchased nothing. No, that's because, that's because the last couple of Steam sales, at least have the been last shit. three or four years, yeah, have been, been great. trash. Exactly. Even when yeah, I got yeah. my first PC, that was in like 2013, 2014. And like the sales I, back then were pretty good because I was picking up all my backlog, moving I, over from console, it's also and there were good back, deals. Like, oh, yeah. I want to say because back in the day, those uh, Steam was very predatory in their sales and discount market, so they caused you to buy at the time. Like now they have their sales locked in price and locked in a certain amount. So, of course, they're not as good as the old days, but they cannot do those tricks anymore because that's predatory sales techniques. Who cares? Epic Game doesn't care. Well, that's because they're scumbags who don't deserve any money. But Speaking of Epic saying. Games, you know what? Speaking of Epic Games, if you not picked up your copy of Civilization Six for free, do it now because it's free. Don't, don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> get it. No, you get have the better, damn game. You know, you know, you know free, what? Free, free, free games. God damn it. Free games are always free, free games. games. <laughs> All right, here, 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 here's the problem. Free games from a company that's gonna you know, not forget it. You, you go, you go do that stupid stuff. I'm gonna sit here and just laugh at you guys because do you are you still free games and you don't give them any money? By the way. Yeah, it's whatever it is. But anyway, it's, 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 they want to take over them. They think they're giving out illusion by not taking their free yeah. games. I don't know. There's someone who lives in reality. That's what God this, does. When you, no. when you say, hey, God, no, 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 God doesn't live in reality. He lives in mythology. You should know that by now. I was going to say, same thing. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Same I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Nope. But, no, but all, but, no, but all serious. It's like, Epic Games store is aggressive sales. Like, and you see how it's working out for them? Not well. Because the consumer is a little more, uh, allegedly more smarter than the average donut ball. So come on. Here's the thing you're oh, missing. Here's the thing you're missing completely. It. it has nothing to do with business. It has nothing to do with perception if you're a gamer and this is this podcast for and the game is for free with no strings attached you're an idiot for not picking it up and i think you can so, rest sure that god so will not you you if you <laughs> let's let, let's pick up grand theft auto like, how old is that jesus Christ, you got it, and, and, and it has sold 130 million copies yeah so, be so everyone has got a copy at some point also it's fun yeah it's fun and it, it's the premium version Oh, can, I, can we talk about how oh. GTA Online is literally an MMO now? It's it literally is. an MMO. Oh, yeah. if you pick up oh, that yeah. game, brand new. I guess that's our first topic. Again, we did say <laughs> unorthodox. Let's jump into it. No, I was only going to say because I personally have put in over 200 hours in that game. Oh, and yeah. most of it's into online because the online is literally an MMO because you start yeah. off as just like some guy who ends up on the shores of San Andreas. And, and yeah. you know, you have to like, literally start from the bottom as a criminal and you work your way up into like you buy your own house and then you work your way up and you buy your own office and you start your own business. And then from there you can venture out into other businesses. And then from there you can buy your own nightclub. You can buy your own yacht. You can buy your, like, it's crazy. It's got like this weird, like amalgamation. I know it's, it's MMO yeah, they... progression in real life, American capitalism. It's so strange, but it's a lot of fun. And like, it's, I, I love it, like being able to just like buy a jet on a whim and just terrorize people, but at the same time, like 
get like yeah, my yeah, personal yeah, yeah. business done. It's it's so crazy. So you've got you've got to you've got to also watch out for all the other people that are like griefing the crap out of the game and everything. Yeah, else. those oh, guys yeah. are gone. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of people live for that though. That's a big part of that game or, yeah. or that mode. Well, it could be fun too because like you can pick out people's uh, like shipments and stuff and like cause havoc for them, especially if they have like a whole group of people protecting it. That's like the rare uh, stuff that's a lot of fun because people yeah. will be like they'll pick up their their whole CEO group of six people, just like trailing this whole shipment together. This is back in like when the office stuff first came out, so people were serious about protecting their cargo, and so like you'd you'd have to like bring a force with you or have some serious firepower, and it's just a lot of fun. Like people would like vigorously defend their stuff, and it was just it was so cool. I mean, like nowadays though, people either don't care or it's usually just one person trying to move something, and you just like blow them yeah. up, and then it's like, all right, now I can fly away in my jet that was two million dollars, and that's it. Or <laughs> you can always do what me and my friends did. You get a jet, or you just drive a car real fast, just kamikaze into them. Who cares? Yeah, if you're really, really about the yeah, if you're about griefing, it's not about winning. That's all I gotta say. Uh, it's never the, the, about the, the, fun, the funniest thing. I actually saw this on um, one of the uh, Kotaku's little glitch mistake um, compilations they put out every week. There was actually a group of people in Grand Theft Auto Online. They actually dressed up like. Um, like the Scooby Doo characters. Oh, yeah. oh yes, so, so, yeah, so, I saw so that. Fred, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. Fred, Fred Velma and, and and all that, and they went around there griefing people in Grand Theft Auto online. <laughs> like that did, is. Did somebody awesome. say I would? Did that somebody awesome. say something about those pesky kids or something like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those meddling kids. It was literally so fun. The clip is just this dude standing outside of his office, just like looking at his phone, like getting ready to do whatever he's gonna do. <laughs> literally, like this van comes up that looks very much like. A mystery van comes up. All the characters that jump out of this van are all dressed like the, like the whole show. They run over and just rush him, and they just beat him up. Do you have it's a link to that? So I would very much like to see that. Uh, oh, give, man. Me, give me, give me a moment. I'll, I'll pull it up for you. <laughs> it was just, it was so funny, man. Oh my god! Uh, I just like, so, like people do get creative with these type of things, which is what I love about it. Oh, that reminds me too. I literally like on a whim the other day was just on Twitch and I was like, I wonder how Red Dead's doing. I've never seen like anybody stream Red Dead before. So I go on the Twitch, I go to browse and I find it like a couple ways down. And I was like, is it surprisingly high? Well, not surprisingly, because I eventually realized what it was. What's that? They they finally brought out uh roleplay servers for for Red Oh, Dead you mentioned now. that a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So they finally started bringing those over and they, they're like still kind of rudimentary, so they're not as big as like GTA 5 roleplay, but they still have like some pretty significant stuff. So I was watching this dude Kyle, I think is his, his Twitch name is literally just Kyle. Um and he was doing um Red Dead 2 roleplay and it, it was just like really cool. It was like he he just ran into all these like really kooky characters like really interesting people like role-playing it's just like this western town like he's playing like this like rogue like uh, a brutish renegade type of guy that's like his role-play character so he like walks around he like gets drunk all the time gets into like random antics the whole the whole way through and it's super funny like just like a lot of the characters he interacts with he's like his like character in the game is best friends with this dude norman who's like this misunderstood like photographer <laughs> it's like everybody thinks it's like this creepy weird murderer guy and he's just like he hangs out with him he's just a normal dude who takes pictures but everybody's in like the game the characters are yeah, scared yeah, yeah, of him yeah, and it's just so uh, it's just so funny like all the antics he'd get into he'd like 
<laughs> he like scared some boy who was too young to drink and he like got drunk at a bar <laughs> it's just like there's all these like crazy stories of him like getting in trouble with the town and it, it was super funny and I, it was just like on a whim the other day and i just like watched for hours because it was so <laughs> it's just so interesting and weird um and it's just crazy like the whole like role play scene it just it gets like out of control like how like cool these worlds are and people just like get fully into it fully in character like you know, when was... they had those, they still <laughs> had the <them laughs> <in> Warcraft. <laughs> I ignored the hell out of those. Yeah, I was about to say. I was be, like, I, less, I, I, I could not be bothered by them. And the one time I rolled on a role playing server, I was like, uh, what the fuck is going on here? And yeah. why am I here? Well, I feel like that's like tougher to get into because it's very high fantasy. I feel like that that can be a a little more niche, even though role playing is very much niche anyway. But like, like the stuff with like. GTA and I think why it and Red Dead's roleplay is so big is just like it emulates real life in a lot of ways and it's it's very very closer to actual existence of humans and, and so like a lot of people just find it like the well, ridiculousness it. of it it's relatable. Like, I, I watch a f- I've watched a few uh, GTA online sort of roleplay streams and like think of PC and mods because some of the things that come out of that community like getting actual jobs or something like you, you go and play, get a police officer, you become a police officer in the game and you can get this, this overlay that gives you like the proper like police brand frequency. You get to report back to the, an office and everything else. And there's all these scripts that it runs in order to emulate what it's like actually being a cop. And I saw that stuff and I'm like, that's, that's interesting. That's actually what, like, I'm glad I now picked it up thanks to Epic Games Store getting, putting it out for free. Yeah. Say that again you for know. the people in the back. Yeah. I don't think they heard you loud enough. Say it again. I'm going to turn off my headset. It so you can free. <laughs> Say it really loud so God can hear you because apparently it was, <laughs> it was him who allowed you to do so. But I, I think the whole role playing thing is so interesting to me. And apparently this is our role playing segment. But, um, and, <laughs> Like looking back on like like it all stems from like San Andreas mods on PC way back in the day where people would make the cops and robbers mod and like people would actually yep. like simulate that and it, it it like progressively got bigger from that. It's just really interesting. Like I, I like looked up the history of it kind of and it's like oh this is super cool. Like just like people getting full on in character, living in this completely different world based on it on a game that already has a world like that and Red Dead Online where you can become a hunter or a trader or already has some of those elements and it they just they just take it full on way beyond rockstar would ever consider doing so it's like it's insanely cool and i like it a lot yeah but, yeah, but that's 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 been the whole thing though is that um oh, they've been able to, well. they've been able to come out and go you know here's a whole heap of mods and stuff to, to actually get everything up and running like it's just the creativity of people like again you know grand theft auto online i saw people who actually literally just stood at the casino and was a valet. It was like yeah. even the most mundane stuff, people will will go. Why? Because they can. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. So like just like it's so weird. The amount of like jobs that you can take in, in GTA role playing is, is like insane. Like e- e- even in Red Dead now, like where there's not a lot of like whole like custom animations and anything, there's just like stuff straight up ripped from the game for the most part. But even then, there are still people who's like whose job is like, oh, I own this saloon, I own this bathhouse, and like they'll just they'll show up there every day, 
They'll sit behind the counter and serve drinks or, or, or literally like own a bathhouse and give people baths. Like it's, it's just, it's crazy. And like the, the yeah. antics that people get into because of that is, is just so cool. And uh, it makes me want to do it. <laughs> but, All right, guys. Yeah. Um, that's actually getting to one of our topics. <laughs> All right. Um, Rob, this is actually something you suggested. So let's go ahead and talk about this. So even though we don't have an E3 2020 or Tokyo Game Show or any anything else that we normally would see this year, we do have a couple of gaming events that have come to take the place of what we normally are traditionally seeing. We have one from IGN. We have one from GameSpot. We have one from Jeff Keighley. There's another one that got announced not too long ago for indie games. And pretty much we want to know what everybody thinks we're going to get out of these shows. Like a couple of predictions, game <laughs> predictions. Doesn't matter what it is. Oh, okay. You were just going, we're getting one from Jeff Keighley. <laughs> I mean, yeah. do you, do you, should I say it any other way? I mean, I mean, no, you're right. Though. Even he show. said in his Q and A, he's just like, things were just happening and I'm letting them happen. And he's just like organizing with random people on a whim. And in the back, he's like, hmm, we're going to take over this shit. And being all honest about it. I mean, and he, he, he's literally <laughs> doing it. Twenty four seven. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, if, really I do job. have a problem. You know, I, I I'd rather him do it than than um, IGN or GameSpot doing his shit because I'll be hundred percent honest. I don't like the fact that gaming outlets are going to get access to exclusive stuff for that outlet. Yeah. And keep it's the shit real for themselves. Weird. Yeah. I do not like that. You are controlling the narrative. That is not cool. Yeah. Very much an ethical and like moral issue when you look at it. Like even even if like you know your your favorite content creator from IGN decides to play this game and you you love their coverage and everything, it's still really weird. It's very much like bias, conflict of interest. Like yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of this stuff is not gonna be their true opinions at as little or as much as possible. Because like they could still feel that at the at the end of the day, like oh, this is a game that I'm really excited for, and they play it and they still think, ah, oh, this is a game I'm really excited for. But at the end of the day, how well can you trust them? Yeah, yeah like Rage Shadow Legends. about it, like you know, it just it, it feels weird. But going into the predictions, I'm gonna go first because I don't have any. I have three. I predict that when we finally see the PlayStation Five, which will likely be June, which will be the middle of the Jeff Keighley event, and I think. IGN's event, we will finally get the uh, pricing for both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. And I I would imagine the PlayStation is going to cost them a little bit more than Xbox. Yeah. So that, I Probably. Think, I think we're finally going to hear something about Bandai Namco's uh, Elden Ring. And I do think that we will hear the announcement of more Sony first-party games coming to the PC. Right, and uh, that all sounds like good news. Uh, I'm hoping to hear about Raid Shadow Legends. I mean, that's pretty much what's going to happen. I'm just picturing all these news people getting access to the game. It's like uh, that situation. Oh, but um, it, it back to Rob. I, I'm so upset by that because it's like, they don't you learn? We're all going to know it's a work. It's just a ruse. Like, come on, man. Would you at least like try to look less biased? Like, at least hire some Johnny Donuts to play the game. Look, Johnny Donuts is playing the game. It looks good. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it's at a little try, weird. Because, like, they're trying to deceive me. And I'll try not to hark on this for too long. But, yeah, no, no, it but is a little it, weird it that, like, they're, like, their journalists are getting, like, you know, at, like access to demos specifically for them for their show, oh, and it, not not to say it's all that because there is some like the Gorilla Collective where a lot of these 
outlets are partnering with somebody who's already planning yeah. on doing a reveal. So it's not necessarily like just strictly that, but, it, but anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to hark on that too long. Cause I, I have, you know, predictions as well. I mean, obviously next month we're going to hear about the PS five. We have to, because I feel to. like at, at this point we've been waiting way too long. And, and if they were not to bring out the PS five at this point, like, it just it just seems weird. So we're we're at least going to see it, you know. And we're we're very much going to see like I feel like they're going to come out like guns blazing. Here's the system. Here's what the system can do. And then they're going to straight go either straight into games or start with games. And it's just going to be strictly that because I feel like for PlayStation to wait this long and to to just pull out like another thing like Road to PS Five where they just say like here's the things that we can do with this system and then just end it. Like it, it's not going to happen. They have to come out huge because like the everybody's going like waiting. When they do that. Like I'm picturing, yeah. like they're gonna come out guns a blazing, and then <laughs> Keith will have a mental breakdown because you know how much he hates those hates the Sony people. Somebody, and... somebody joked on Twitter a couple days ago saying, "I wonder what we're gonna see from PlayStation next," and I was like, "We're gonna see the power cord. They're gonna drag <laughs> this shit out. Here's the power cord. Here's the HDMI cable. Here's the back of the console. It's like just stop. Just show us the damn yeah. console. I feel For like the love of God." In my opinion, like prediction wise, I feel like they're going to come out big because they, yeah. they really don't have another option at this point. Like Xbox has just been so far ahead of them in terms of what you expect from a next gen release here, in terms of what info you should know at this point, like knowing literally what the system looks like. <laughs> and so you know, it makes me feel like they're waiting to pull out all the stops in one presentation right away. It makes and, me feel like, not to cut you off, it makes me feel like that rumor that somebody said a while ago is that they had to redesign how it looks because they weren't happy with the uh, the cooling. It's making me feel like this actually happened. It really does. Could have been. It could have been. There could have been major issues with the way it was set up, whether it's due to coronavirus or not. Like, they could have had some kind of major delay that bumped them back. I mean, it's very possible. Like, consider how much information we know about the system compared to, like, the PS4. The PS4 was revealed in February of 2013, 2014. Um, It was revealed in February. Like, consider how much we would have known now if it were, like, last generation. Like, we would already know. They were talking about it. We would have known everything about it by now. We'd be like, we would have at the least known already. already. Like, <laughs> like, you know, it's just crazy. But then, right? that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm right there with you with the, the whole reveal and everything. Like, I reckon they're, they're going to walk out and it's going to be literally something along the lines of, okay, you've been waiting a long time. We're going to make you wait a little bit longer while we show you this sizzle reel. And it's going to be like a whole heap of. They yeah, really like shouldn't do n- that. Nice looking tech demos, games that are coming to the system, probably more more Assassin's Creed Valhalla yeah. and stuff like that. It'll and, be terrible. And, and, and then and then when they come back, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be sitting right there, right in front of them. And it's gonna be like, and ladies and gentlemen, this is the PS5. Well, you know what? I would like that. I would like that. Like Boris, and, and, and then oh, and, here it is. By the way. Well, they, they, well, it's not so much boring. It's just more like, okay, here's what it's going to be able to do. Here's the console. Oh, uh, and by the way, here's the price. Yeah, we need that. And and and, and just drop, just drop bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb, and go. Oh, we're not done yet. We've got something else sitting here for you. And then drop like a big exclusive reveal or something like, I don't know, uh, fucking random guess here. Uh, you know, maybe like, you know, oh, we're going to show first footage of a new Batman Arkham game or 
uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2 or something like yeah. that. Something yeah. that's going to move systems. But getting back to Rob, what else were you saying there, Rob? Um, I pretty much agree with that, actually. I feel like it's very much like, because here's the thing with Sony. They can get away with doing a sizzle reel because they're very much on pop and circumstance now compared to Xbox where everybody's yelling at them for not putting out gameplay. You know what I mean? And yeah. so like yeah. they're like everybody's more forgiving for Sony because they know that they're all about hitting big when they come and release something. So like I feel like any any kind of sizzle reel is exactly what's going to happen. And I feel like they would want to pair that in with the system reveal as well. Cause I, f- I feel like at this point it wouldn't just be like, here's a system. Let's go over all the things about the system. And then next week we'll hear about the games. It's just like, no, they're, they're going to, they're going to hit us all at once. And then they're going to go back and be quiet again. Cause I feel like that's just, that's just what they're, they're turning into now. They're turning into very like reactionary or if they're going to come out and say something, say something big and decisive and, and a lot of information all at once. And, and, and that's like what they're kind of, deal with i feel like it it, for another prediction like xbox is going to be very much just like they've kind of segmented all of their shows even with like june we're going to be having this platform and services event which is very clearly just going to be like here's the xbox one here's how you can use xbox live and and like just kind of go through the motions and all this stuff like uh smart delivery and all the stuff that's going to come with the console and then they're going to be like, all right, now wait till July where you can hear about our, all our exclusive games. And yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, were you excited for Halo? Probably should wait a little longer, but maybe we can show something. And it'll show like Master Chief like throwing up his thumb. Kind of defeats like, the purpose. They, they really yeah. need, I mean, they really need to show their first price stuff sooner yeah. than later. But and whatever. Like, in, in fairness to them, they've been very good about being like, here's our stuff. We're, we want to come out this generation on top. And they, they've very much been like, you know, showing the console itself at the game awards last year. And then slowly over time, bringing out little tidbits of videos, information, like all the stuff. They've been really good about trying to be first and try to be the ones that like, okay, if you're thinking about the next gen console, think about Xbox. And, and it's just like, you know, for now, I mean, I think that's kind of, they've mostly been ahead. It's for PlayStation. It's just been a mystery. Like we don't, know really much about the ps5 like at all other than like we know some games have been announced for it like it's it's just they've very much been like we're going to be first this generation even though right. they have the price or anything like that like the really yeah, yeah, exactly um but i mean other than that i mean i'm really just kind of like excited mostly for summer game fest i feel like there's some really weird special stuff in the pipeline for that that we don't know about um just because, I mean, it's Jeff Keighley. He can he can swing his giant bat around and people are like, oh, we respect you. We should do something with you. And it's like, you know, there's going to be a big thing. Like, um, I'm excited for most of his presentations and stuff. I feel like the media outlets and all the stuff that's, like, partnering together, like, that's mostly for, like, uh, not AAA, AAA, but, like, smaller AAA, like Ubisoft. They have their own thing, but they're, they're going to be partnering with everybody to put out uh, a slightly different trailer for everybody else, like, all, all the other conferences will be for like the smaller reveals and things like that. But I think for in general, like places is going to try and come out big and everybody else is kind of going their own way about it. That's like my, my general focus, I think. Yeah. I definitely see the same thing. Or Sony could just pull out, you know, the evil father and be like, you don't deserve a console. You're nothing. Just walk out the door, throw the PS5 at him. Is that the PS5? Ah, oh, just, you know, fight for the scraps for it. But yeah. no, I see them doing. I, I do see Sony going big. I mean, I, yeah, they're very mysterious. You don't know what's going on, but we do know they're going to do something good because they have this thing called goodwill. Goodwill. Goodwill exists. Yeah, it does. Sense. 
Yeah, you're a Microsoft guy. You wouldn't know that. What the fuck does that mean? I own exactly. PlayStation 4. <laughs> no, I'm joking, Mikita. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. It's just like goodwill, and they have it. So therefore, they can play Mystery Shroud Balls all they want. It's amazing. Like, they can just come out. And like you said, call the extension cord. This will be plugged into your TV. And that is how you play the PS5. Oh, man. They would be and, in such, like, deep water if they did that, though. And no, they, they did that. Got no, they no, got that would be the greatest gaming meme. If I think they, they would pop like, it off. People would love that. And we're going to talk about that at the last topic for the show. They'll love it. They will all love it. Because I saw the power point. I see the power. But I honestly, what I'm looking forward to is what the smaller devs do. And I hope that they get some uh, coverage. I'm looking forward to... I'm already looking forward to uh, to well, God. I hate that game. Uh, Assassins, Assassins, Taco Bell, Assassin's Creed. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a, I can't. I don't trust those guys with like so many games. <laughs> I think it could be good. That's all. I'll say. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be, but I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't trust them. It, it's Ubisoft. You know, yeah. I I can't say that anymore because again, they gave us great games with Origin and Odyssey, so I, I can't yeah, say that's. That. Yeah, I agree. I have. I'm very. I mean, a broken clock like, is right twice good. a day, but I was twice. No, that's not fair. That's not unfair whatsoever. I mean, yes, they made some shitty games, but he also made some great games. A lot of shitty games. You can't hold on to that because that's the same same thing. Capcom's made some shitty games. Oh, that's I mean, and that's what they're good at. I mean, think about it this way: they released one shitty game, you know, quote unquote shitty game, and, and they they delayed their entire portfolio for the rest of the year. Like, think about it. Like, exactly. They're, they're, they're very much it's serious fine. about putting out a good game. It's just sometimes they don't, and and that's no. fine. You know, like. Say what you want about Breakpoint, like it's just. Oh, that's that. That was a thing. I it's just it hurtful a... for them, you know. And they I, I have, thought they have that was uh... stuff back. Like, I'm still excited cool. for Watch Dogs Legion. That game looks yeah. good. Yeah, I wish they would talk mm. more about it, but they've been very quiet about it. I mean, again, say what you want to say about them. Yes, they had put out some shitty games, but again, Division Two wasn't doing very well. They came back out and they pushed the game right back on top. People will love it again. It just happens. Sometimes they put out a stinker. Sometimes they put out something good. It mm-hmm. depends on if the company wants to pull a, a breakpoint or an anthem, or if they want to go pull a uh, what's the game I'm thinking about that I, this case in mind? No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Well, oh, that was different. That no Man's Sky lies so hard they had to do work. It doesn't Oops. matter. They came back and fixed it. That's yeah by point. lying. You gotta say if I if I keep lying and then eventually people believe me, I'll do the true right thing. It's America. Come on. Use your brain there, Keith. You just keep lying until the problem goes away. Look, all I'm going to say is Anthem's trying to do the same thing. There's like two oh, God, yes. in that They're, game. So. Anthem is a goddamn crater of like, disappointment. So, yeah, sometimes things are hit or miss, and sometimes they'll come back, but... I don't, I don't see that game coming back. No, all I'm going to say is that I think there there's promise in Ubisoft's lineup, as far as we can tell. And, and I don't know. I, I, I'm Like I said before, I think they could be a good game. I, I have I don't have faith in it because I don't see one title. Where's Prince of Persia? Where's my boy? Hmm? Where Did you he? see that they um revealed recently or somebody like found it recently that it was leaked? There was like a like a tech demo for Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, it looked really cool. It, yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but know. it's like I said, it's Ubisoft. I don't have. I'm not throwing them out, but I have like very little faith in them. So I'm like, eh, they do. If they if Valhalla's time. good, that's the best I can hope for. Yeah, if it's Let- good. Yeah. Last thing I do want to say in terms of predictions, because I remember I had said it like numerous podcasts ago where I felt that because of all this stuff, like indie developers might struggle a bit more. Now that we have a bunch more presentations now, I don't feel that way as much just because like 
I think there's a lot more opportunity for smaller studios to find their right presentation. You know what I mean? And, and like, and, and uh, prepare something for what normally would be E3. They have, you know, they, they could reach out to Guerrilla Collective or they could strictly go out to, to IGN or GameSpot or, or Games Radar or all of these yeah. other outlets that are now doing stuff like, regardless of whether it's ethically correct or not, like there's more platforms for indie developers and smaller, smaller development studios to, to show out their game to everybody. And there's now also new game expo, new game plus expo. Yeah, yeah, take place yeah. in June. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, gonna be interesting. I, it just it's it's good for them, and that that's kind of like the the shining light out of all of these media outlets doing is that there's more platforms for these smaller games to put themselves out there. Um, and so I I think we'll see something interesting from a random indie dev, you know, and it'll yeah. it, there's going to be at least one. I feel like there's one every year, but it's going to be at least one indie game that just kind of blows up out of nowhere, and people are like, this is super interesting and cool, and everybody's going to start playing it. So. Yeah. yeah. Carl, you've been very quiet this segment. <laughs> Anything from you, bud? Oh, look, man. Uh, to be honest, you, you guys are pretty much saying everything that I would have hit anyway. Oh, cop out. Yeah. Cop out. Cop no, no, out. I, I, no, no. He's looking forward to the Sony of the PS5 power cord. Everyone is. This is going to be the greatest well, reveal. You know, the, the PS5 power cord and the surprise reveal of the HDMI cable is going to be uh, amazing. <laughs> It's gonna be a, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a super special edition monster <laughs> variant HDMI cable. Oh, yeah. the, free oh, monster I'm right. the full Flat length encoding. of wire just has monster logos all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, you can imagine like every like oh I feel so, so bad for the people that fell for that. It's like buy this eighty dollar cable, but it does the same thing as the ten dollar one. Why did you buy that? Well, looks you know, cool. I can see, I can see like the entire crowd, like the the gaming journalists, like getting on their knees, going base. Thank you, base Sony. I am blessed with this monster <laughs> oh, power oh, cord logo. Like, I don't know if I'd uh, ever hate uh, this uh, or your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like to, to be honest, it's going to be interesting to see how it's all done and handled. Yeah, I'm not a fan of media outlets getting a hold of developers directly to to run their own shows. I always think it should be a third party like the idea of Jeff Keighley running practically everything great idea because you know he is a neutral party he's not you know he's not IGN he's not GameSpot he's not anything like that so the fact that we are having media outlets coming out going hey we're going to run our own you know summer of of gaming and we're going to get all these exclusive yeah. bits and pieces from that's wrong that, that that that's gonna that hurts more than just the industry, like they're in the, the media industry. You know what part of the we're a part of because we're now going to be behind everybody because we don't have that exclusivity. Yeah. Um. But you know when third parties are involved and hopefully that's where all the exclusive stuff's going to be with, then it puts everybody back on that even playing field. Um, I'm happy that we're still getting something. Like this is a, this has been the biggest thing about this whole virus situation, is that news is getting slower. It's getting it, their events are getting cancelled left, right, and centre. You know, um, we already had like New York Comic Con cancelled, San Diego yeah. Comic Con cancelled. You know, the, and that and the fact that yeah. the Comic Cons are getting cancelled means that a lot of the movie TV news that we usually get throughout the, you know, the year and stuff that we want to look forward to, all that's gone. And it's now becoming the same with gaming. You know, we're watching gaming conventions getting cancelled left, right, and centre. And at least they're deciding, hey, at least we can do it online like we always have. 
Hopefully. Sure, they're not. They're, sure, they're not making great choices when it comes to who they're partnering with. But at least we're getting something. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm excited for something right now, because at the moment, even the game releases are starting to dry up. Yeah. yeah. Because, because, because no nobody's able to go and work on the games, so the game releases are starting to dry up. I'm now I'm now wondering whether the big push that we usually have come you know October November, which is the big pre-Christmas sales season, are we even going to have anything? Or are, we now, or are we now looking at everything being pushed back to 2021? If yeah. that, I mean, I've seen some if events that, it in could 2021. Be 2022, yeah. Yeah, some, some events 2021 are already being cancelled. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. You know, so, it's- so it's like, a, on, my, on one hand, I am, I'm thankful that we're getting something. On the other hand, it's like, could you have chosen some better people to work with, for love of God? And uh, yeah. to, to jump on that real quick, and I, I will give props to Jeff Keighley. I said this for a while. At least he's trying to push this. I mean, there's nothing stopping another outside organization from doing the same thing he's doing. But so far, yeah. he seems to be no, look, the only good, one good who on, wants to do like, it. Good, good on him. Look, good on him for putting his hand up and wanting to do it. You know, like you said, at least it's somebody. Yeah. Because it, because if he didn't do it, then we would be stuck with literally the IGNs, the game spots, the you know, probably GameStop and find some way to cash in oh, on it or God. something, you know. Reggie will try yeah. Reggie would do it. Reggie, Reggie would do it. Poor Reggie, he'd be betray his noble Nintendo to sell out. It is a good thing, though. It's definitely a yeah. good thing. And 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 before yeah. anybody says anything, when you hear or see this, say, oh, you're just complaining because you're a smaller site. It's not even about no, being we're, a smaller we're, site. We're, we're not. It's, it's just, again, it's the narrative. If if yeah. it's just like if I was what I'm gonna say if I was running a company and I sold toys and I also happened to run a outlet that reviewed toys, isn't that kind of a conflict of interest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's uh yeah. It's, you don't want the sausage maker to own. You don't want you don't want the sausage maker to own the mall. That's what I describe it. You don't want the guy who makes the stuff own the mall because that'd be yeah. pretty biased. Yeah, I mean for me it's just like because theoretically as a concept it's like not terrible as long as your programming reflects what is you know what the partnership is because in some of this some of these presentations they have like exclusive interviews with developers which is like genuinely interesting because it's it's going to be like questions that aren't necessarily like oh when's your game coming out like you know there's that opportunity there where somebody can ask them like genuinely like if there's a question about i don't know like for instance the last of us even though it's coming out soon like they ask like okay well what happened with development you know due to the coronavirus like you know they can ask like hard-hitting questions like that and like my thing is like they can have these partnerships as long as their programming reflects something of a journalistic attitude at least in some way you know, a lot of this stuff is like they do have some of that, but it's also paired with here's the developer giving a, an exclusive demo for this IGN employee to play or, or for, you know, yeah, whatever it's, reason. It's, it's, it's journalism plus marketing, which is not a. Well, it kind yeah. of brings back the whole stigma of enthusiast press, even though that's always kind of been around, but it's like it, it's very much more clear now than it ever has been, you know? Yeah. Where it just, there's always like this kind of stigma of, okay, well, then the company must have paid them to say that, you know? And, and people will still oh, yeah. think that, even if that is clearly not how some of this stuff works, like people will still think that, especially now, because it'll just be like, you know, they'll see the little IGN or, or the GameSpot logo in the corner and think, okay, well, did, 
are they really being truthful about how they feel here? Or are they just trying to make it seem like this game's going to be cool? You know? And no, no, yeah, exactly. And, and the, like, I'll have to cut you off. It's this, it's the problem. Like, you know, you, you all watch like, you know, uh, YouTube, whatever. And we know the meme, Bray Shadow Legends, a tree like that. It's like the moment you see this video has been sponsored by, or you see that click as you put it, it's like, yeah, I don't, sorry, I don't care. Just, just let me fast forward this. I know what this is about. Yeah. It's a huge distrust because it's like, I'm respecting an honesty of the product, and here you are stooging for it. You know, you're just, yeah. you know, ah, 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 you know. It's a good point. I, I'm curious to see if there's any kind of backlash or if somebody brings it up. Because, I mean, how much have we really heard about this? We haven't no. heard anything as far as backlash, which is, you know, I, I would expect it. Well, that's the thing. Who's going to report on the backlash when the media is already controlling the narrative? There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, more like public, <laughs> it's more like public outrage, if you want to believe that. Like, you can't silence yeah. public outrage. That's the way to describe it. Like, you know, there's too many yeah, incidents. But, but, and, again, yeah. but again, I think, it, I think it's coming now coming down to the point where we're all starved for information and for something new that it's like, okay, we don't care that it's coming from you know, IGN, who's now working with XYZs. It's one of those things of where we just want the content. We now don't care who's providing it. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's fair. I, I just, just want to see, see what the conversation's going to be afterwards, you know? Because, like, I don't know how many people are going to complain about this or at least bring it up as a topic of conversation. Like, it's probably... <laughs> yeah, we will. We have been. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm I'm just curious, like how big this kind of conversation is going to be, because somebody's going to bring it up if it's not us, you know. And it's I think a like, lot of the other independent um guys would probably do it too, like us. Um, we could probably see like uh Jim Sterling maybe talking about this immediately because he, he he's oh, always, please oh. don't have him. Oh God, I can already no, he angry, would probably... angry Angry Joe will jump on it. I can Angry Joe, yeah. There's tons, there's tons of independent guys who you could probably talk about this in a bigger detail whatever but i definitely see this as a comp in a sense like from my opinion you guys know i'm an indie guy it's an indie guys is great i finally have a proper avenue all i have to do is you know get on this married me ign bless me with your internets and i my life will go great but um i it's a very weird situation like i i want my indie publishers to get the the recognition of fame some way to get noticed at the same time you're buttering up them to get it, it feels weird like the product should speak for itself, you know. I shouldn't have to play politics. So that, so that, see, that's that's why I like the fact that Nintendo is just like the way Nintendo does things. Is that like we're not going to partner up with anybody. We are going to if if we feel like it, we're going to run a direct. Yeah, during I during mean, during that like during, that, during that time frame. But, but I mean, Sony that's and Nintendo and Microsoft. That's the thing. Sony thing. and that's the thing. Sony and Microsoft don't need to partner with these these companies in order to present their product, which makes me wonder why they're partnering up with these companies in order to present their product. Well, right no, now, no, no, it's because yeah. of their um, unless, unless, they're, unless they're turning around and going, you know, okay, IGN is providing the, the cameras, the bandwidth, the everything else to do our the presentation. Free, yeah. You know. But the Microsoft could do that themselves. They could do it on Mixer. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, oh. don't bring that up. To be fair, Microsoft has said streams on every platform. Stop that, guys. Rock, you, rock, you guys rock, are rock. feeding into well, exactly my last 10, topic. Right? You don't know, I have uh, played Final Fantasy. Laugh? Yeah, just Titus laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I will bring up. I made a comment like a couple podcasts ago that we I watched the Inside Xbox 
uh, presentation on their Twitch channel. So you know they're going to be yeah. everywhere. You know? Oh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It is straight up. had to stab that wound. You got to. Yeah, yeah. there was that low hanging fruit. I had to go for the hit. It's pretty like, you know, Nintendo. I mean, yes, the other companies, but Nintendo's really keeping to themselves while like it's, it's a very See, nice, and that very... actually, that actually has me interested too. Like we're, we're going on about, you know, we got the Xbox series X coming out. We got the PlayStation five coming up and they're both hopefully going to do their big reveals and everything else. What is Nintendo going to do? Nothing. Get Reggie back. Get, get my man right <laughs> not do anything. You know, not going to do weird. anything. They've already announced what they're doing. They're, they're it's nothing right now. I, I know, but What's they should weird really get Reggie me? back. You can't let Reggie go out there on GameStop. He's embarrassing himself. He's embarrassing you guys. What's weird to me is that I think what they're planning on doing, and this was just a rumor, so I don't know, but it does make sense, is that they might just eschew the idea of a direct entirely and just stick with game reveals on their YouTube channel. Cause they did that with paper Mario, the recent paper yes. Mario reveal. And so uh, there was a rumor that was going around. that was saying that they might just do that with the rest of their lineup for, for the summer, like rather than just preparing an entire direct that takes a lot of time and production effort, they might just, that's a bit sad though. It's like, this is, this is the, this is the time where you pull out the, that production, that flair, that pizzazz and everything else. But you yeah. gotta think about it. They may not have resources because most people are in the yeah. studio. Doing it's this. Nintendo. It has <laughs> nothing to do with it though. They, they might be very serious about, we don't want anybody to come into contact with anybody else. A lot of other people are in Japan. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, their, a lot of their, a lot of their uh, content creation is in Japan. But, 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 but also the fact that like, just to go sort of, facts and figures japan is actually one of the countries that is one of the lower uh in these times because they they already had most of the measures in place normally so it hasn't really affected their daily lives as much you mean so you're telling me i can get ignore their pandemic outline and no no the japan's or japan's already you know shot the bleach and all that stuff but uh, oh, no, no 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 they they, they already they already practice social distancing in japan they already you know, with the exception of like their trains, which are still packed like peanuts. But they, but everybody in Japan, you know, if you go out in public, you have to have a mask nowadays. Whereas before, oh, okay. it was if if you were sick, you had to have a mask. Yeah. So it's yeah. not they they haven't had to change much of their daily lives. So they're actually one of the lower countries to do these type of things, and they they probably have a higher chance of being able to get back to work and get stuff like this done. All right. Especially if. I also think that Nintendo's kind of at a spot where they're like, okay, we all know this is the big game reveal. If they look at their lineup, they probably don't have this, you know, whatever. They don't have anything that's like eye catching. They have a couple of things like Paper Mario, the last game, Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Boar, because Thousand Year Door was actually not that good as a game I played it. It's it's a very sleepy RPG. they probably don't have things in their lineup to compete or be open. So, like, let's just do YouTube releases. We'll still get our money. Let's not put production in things that we don't really have faith in quotation marks. So, they're probably oh, so, waiting. So, so we're going to do Breath of, Breath, of, Breath of the Wild 2. We're going to re release the Metroid Prime trilogy again. Yeah, okay. We got a remaster. <laughs> we got another Zelda game. Zelda, you don't have to. Zelda, okay, that's perfect. Zelda, you don't do work because they're going to buy it anyway. And, 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 and we're going to bring <laughs> out the Nintendo Switch XL. Yeah, bring out the tw- and boom, and then watch the money rain and be like, "That's right, we don't need Reggie. We got our own money." <laughs> I mean, Nintendo do doesn't. I mean, realistically, realistically, Nintendo doesn't have to do anything because they've already done everything no. they need to do. Animal exactly. Crossing, so they're, 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 they're in a, they're an okay spot. They're fine. Yeah. They don't care. 
Well, well, they, don't, they don't compete with Microsoft or, or, no, or well, that, 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 PlayStation. They don't it. care. And, and at the at the moment, they're they're raining in money because like, have you tried to get a Switch lately? Yeah, yeah. You, you can't, yeah, you, can't exactly, you can't find yeah. one anywhere. Oh yeah. And and it's like, you know, Animal Crossing. You know, if God, how much did that do? Thirty. Plus, million? you're forgetting. Plus, you're forgetting Xenoblade Chronicles. The Definitive Edition is coming out very shortly. That game yeah. is going to sell crazy. Oh, it's yeah, gonna yeah. it's gonna sell, but it's not gonna be an Animal Crossing yeah. sell. The thing with <laughs> Animal Crossing is I, that like NPD. If you looked at the recent NPD for April, oh my god, it was literally like Animal Crossing. Just physical sales alone already made the top ten. Yeah, I think it was like three or four. Like it was literally yeah, yeah. like high enough. Just physical <clears throat> sales alone, not even counting probably the thousands to maybe even millions more copies sold digitally compared to physical it sales. Was like the second. The second game out of the top best, top ten best selling of this year, only below Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Yeah, that's telling you yeah. something. It's insane. Well, yeah. Like they've got to, they they are certainly succeeding. Like there's there's no question yeah. about that. Exactly. And I, so I do want to point out, like yeah. the last the last thing is that like I mean Tom Tom Nook, what a salesman. <laughs> yeah, he's a slave driver though. That guy's a that's coming up in a future article i can tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> but i think the reality of the situation is is that like i mean with the whole coronavirus thing like japan's still in a state of emergency um so it, even considering whether or not they have the games or 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 you know the support to get this kind of production up and running it it may just not be feasible and i mean it makes sense you know they've they've got to be struggling at least in that department you know in yeah. terms of getting something like big and, and and ready for i mean if they just have the you know the the trailers and everything to back up trying to release something out and like they're clearly testing the waters with just throwing out a random reveal of the new paper mario rpg on their youtube channel on their social media yeah. like maybe they're just testing the waters to just you know, kind of just do releases like that rather than having this big old pop circumstance production that they can't feasibly create in time, and they'll have to delay no, that can, later in the summer. I can, I can, I can, un- I can understand that, I understand but, that still, yeah. but it's still, it's like I miss the pump and circumstance from Nintendo because I will it's too. Like, yeah, it's like it's like the the one thing you know with E three being gone, you know, it's like how much are we going to get like that pump and circumstance versus a guy sitting in his office going, "Here's a trailer." Yeah, job done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that was a lot that's a lot like what was wrong with the inside Xbox thing that we saw. You know, I mean like there's a lot right about it too. Don't get me wrong, but like a lot of it was just kind of like, "Hey, I'm head of this part of this studio. I'm part of this part of Xbox team. We're doing this and, thing and, because and, and this and thing's it. good for games." And then it's trailer. Like, you know. And and I and I, and I, I hope I hope that, and I hope that every company was watching that presentation and realized that they need something better. I know it's hard because you don't have that live crowd there, and the live crowd does make a goddamn difference. Yeah. You know, but it, it really is one of those things of, like, they need to do something more than, uh, we're just going to pre-tape a guy introducing himself, then introduce the game, go to trailer. Yeah. You know, if that if that's what we're, we're in store for this, this upcoming season or whatever you want to call it, then I might as well wait until it's over and then read all the news afterwards. There's no Pretty reason much. to actually watch anything unless you you need to find some way to get that that flash that pizzazz that presentation of, of everything into it rather than hi my name is Jeff and I am here with 
uh, oh. Reggie, Reggie, and Reggie is going to introduce the new trailer for their game. Yeah, I'm Reggie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. to me, it's very much like a double-edged sword because it's like on one hand, they feasibly can't do it because of you know whatever reasons. I'm stuck at home. I can't get out of here. Like I only have this Zoom webcam that I can use. But at the same time, you know, it makes you me wonder, potato like cam? potato webcam. Yeah, pretty much. Potato yeah, cam. <laughs> like literally, Matt Booty was on a potato cam. Yeah, he literally had a green I, I screen set up behind that. him. I've, oh, never, I've never said that you guys you run you know multi-million dollar companies and that's that's the other edge of the sword in a that webcam that's the thing too you know yeah. that's the other edge of the sword that i'm thinking about too is that like why don't they just kind of set up like a pre-recorded production of this rather than just like all right let's start up a zoom call and i'll have obs on like you know it's just well, like they could clearly they, they, get something more or at least they could, do, they could, do some, they could definitely yeah. do something like, like that especially because you know most of these places most of these places are in california and stuff like that it's not like they have to travel into state in order to do this. They right. just have to organize a time, come and get the guy to come in and pre-tape in a pre-done office or something like that. And even that is a better presentation than, you know, half the shit that's out there. Like, okay, not to sort of rag on anything, but look at our presentation right now. You know, What's wrong with our presentation? We, we, What's wrong? No, I, I, I mean, I'm you saying our stuff? I'm is saying, it that bad? We, like, <laughs> excuse me. Keith, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> shut up, old man. Shovel, wow. man. <laughs> Oof. Oof. But like, time is over, old man. No, no, but you can actually, you can actually tell that there's a little bit of effort into the presentation of the way we we do it. You know, we have like the spectator mode logo in the middle. We have the individual boxes and everything else. You know, I I go to the effort of picking a random fucking green screen thing every week. Wait, wait, so so you're not hanging out the, the 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 graveyard of WCW? He lied. <laughs> See, he totally fucking lied. He lied. How can you do that? I thought you found the tapes. I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually at the ass end of like 2001, as you can tell by like the the seating here is very, very <laughs> empty. <laughs> but, uh, but like you know, it, it, even even Keith, you know, Keith puts puts effort into displaying his office the way it is. You know, simple things like that help a presentation. I'm old. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just got lucky. You got to be. You got lucky. You just bought five thousand collector's editions. Hey no Google, way. change <laughs> office lights to red, please. Yeah, here Google he goes. Betrayed being... you. See, see, oh. see, there he is. He's being fancy and shit. Hey, hey Lance, Lance, home automation. Hell yeah. Hey, Lance. But it, but it, it doesn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's like you know, it's simple things like that that can make and break presentation. Whereas I see people who are literally going to a Skype window and going, "Yeah, this is how we're going to conduct an interview." And it yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it looks it looks trashy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. And the thing is, like, even with most basic laptop webcams nowadays, if you're using something like uh, Microsoft Teams or Zoom, it has an automatic green screen function where you can just put in a random background. And as long as wow. you're sitting in a certain position on the cat, certain position close to the camera, you you can change the background to whatever you like. So even if you're going to do something at home like this, get the guys. To use the program, get, send them a pre-shot background so it looks like they're in a studio with you or something. Yeah. Even, like, for me, it's, like, this is a really weird and obscure example. But if you remember uh, or if you've ever seen on social media or on YouTube, uh, John Krasinski, Jim from The Office, he has his own YouTube that. channel. It he has so that, the whole some good news thing that he does. And even that, like, the production quality in that is, like, surprisingly good for something he's doing out of his home. Yeah. 
And like uh, even that, it's it at least aesthetics wise, looks like hey, there's a ton of more effort being put into it than just like a uh, developer we, has their webcam on, you know? Well, 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 that, well, that's it. It's these days with the way technology has gone, and with a little bit of know-how or even just a little bit of piss farting around, you can create a decent-looking production for these type of things. But again, it's like a lot of them are just going to sit there and, like you said, they're going to open up a Zoom or something and they're going to have the guy with the potato cam going, this is my video game. You know, <laughs> I made like the that, game. You know? I, I made the game. I, I do not know how to PR. Yay. Hey. Yay. Please, 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 please buy my thing. Let's, I need money. Let's move off of this because we've harped on this. I think we've mm-hmm. lost production. we were going on this. It completely um <laughs> that's important so Production value let's important. just go into the final topic because we're already an hour and eight minutes in <laughs> all right i, can, all right, so I can see this i can see this one taking a long time as well oh well you want to talk yeah. the final topic we're all gonna agree uh, ultra, ultra instant goku is too powerful he needs a nerf right no we're not talking about fighting games we're talking okay. about, all right i'm out goodbye guys <laughs> we're talking about fanboys. we're talking about fan persons we're talking about fangirls we're talking about, and I'm really sorry if you fall in this category, idiotic people who have really dumb opinions and don't have any reason to act the way they do. It's, it, uh, you got to say it's called hot takes now. When you have a stupid opinion, just call it a hot take. It's no not even a hot take. I, I know, exactly. I've literally spent the last couple months being quiet about this, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. I've literally been on Twitter. I've been on, on, on Twitch. I've been on freaking Mixer and YouTube and Reddit. Everybody... Everybody seemed to have a very popular or unpopular opinion about XYZ because their console or their brand is the best. And another brand is shit because I don't like it. It's shit. Okay, great. Why don't you like it? Because it's shit. That's not an answer. What kind of that answer? Is the is that? Answer. It, it, that is that. No, that is the parent's answer. No, you can't have a cookie. Why? Because I said so. Why? Exactly. I said so. Why? Because that. I said so. Versus because it will rot your damn teeth. You haven't eaten your dinner yet. It's time to take your ass to bed. There's an you answer. That takes long. Back in my day, if my parents said I could, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want McDonald's. I want Burger King. Exactly. So back in my day, <laughs> if I asked for a cookie, right? And my parents said no, and I said why? They tell me it's bad for me, and I ask again, I just get beat. So what you would do in that situation? It's shit. Okay, why? You have any bams? Just, okay, just, one we don't we don't um, we don't advocate over? beating children on this program. Yeah. Oh, right. Beating, oh right, God, uh, children. Oh, only only, only at video kids. games. <laughs> Yeah, all right, we're, we're, we're yeah, spectator most for the kids, guys. Just like but seriously, it's seriously, to, I, I, yeah. it's, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've, this is just, I know this is just me shouting to an echo chamber, but I'm getting so tired of this. I'm getting tired of the PlayStation, the best console in the world, because they have these games. And I'm like, but dude, it's, you just talk. You talked about a third party game. It's on every other console. What are you talking about? I, I oh, think this console doesn't have any games. What? No. The, the correct phrase is, this console is having games that you care about. Okay, that's fantastic. That's great. Move on. Nobody cares. Uh, Keith, or, that's a good show. I think, the, Keith, that's good. I think, the, I think the problem is language, particularly for the Sony situations that... No, 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 no. It's not language. Hang on. Let me finish. And then I'm getting really tired of people who are higher up. Twitter is a great example. Who are higher up on Twitter who are leading these charges. Willingly or unwillingly. And it's like, you are up there you're you you have your blue check mark people look up to you you've got twenty thousand followers and people take the shit you say as gospel and then you go on this tangent you're pretty much doing the same thing that these fan persons are doing and you're not helping the situation if anything 
if you're saying you're a neutral party, you're you're an unbiased party, then you should be uh, telling your followers when they make these dumbass comments, no, that's no, that's not the case, dude. This is what it is, and this is what it is. Instead, I'm seeing a lot of people go the other direction and just they're leading the charge. And I'm going, how how do you think that's how do you think that's a good thing to do? Role model or not, that shit, that's not cool. I mean, like I said, the thing is, so I would say the language, the, the psychology is that in this gaming generation, regardless how you feel about it, Sony is the clear and apparent winner. And people always will pick for a winner. And the problem is that they're winning to a point, quotation marks, winning to a point that is common knowledge. Everyone else sucks. Sony's the best. The problem is, though, is that they don't understand it, but that's just enough for them. The same way people bandwagon on sports teams. Like, that's the reason why I hate the, the Giants are great. The Giants actually suck, okay? I'm from here. No, Eli Manning. No, no, Eli Manning sucks, okay? He's trash. You just accept it. And, and I think that's the problem. It's like people don't understand why they're jumping on the wagon because winners are winners. So I could be a winner. The psychology and the language of it, they don't understand. Like, and that's the part of being so upset. Like, to me, I do like Sony. I think Sony's a great console. It's, it, it clearly is the winner of this iteration. But I have the last five years been enjoying my PC and indie more indie games a lot more. So it's like, I have a Sony. It's great. But I do enjoy my indie games. So I don't really care if Sony's number one. Because I have other but, things to it, enjoy. But it, Sony, Sony is just an example. It, it's is just... It's like sports. Again, to jump in on the psychology standpoint, um, it's just the way that the generations have become. Uh, it, it, everybody do, deals in absolutes. Yes. You know, I like this, therefore you must like this too, or else right. you are wrong. There is no reason as to why you are wrong. Black and white. The fact you exactly. don't like what I like. Right. And and and, and that's and that's a stupid, terrible way to, to, to think in every yes. aspect. You know, it's it, it comes down to the same thing. You know, it's not just it's not just gaming. It's everything. If you don't like the new chip, the the, uh, the Netflix Shira show, then you are a, a misogynist and this something, because, something, something. Yeah, you know, something, something, something. Carly, you, know, you like that if, show? If, if you, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a fan, but you know, hey, it had ideas. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you're not left wing, you're right wing. If you're you know, if you're not for Sony, then you must be a Microsoft fanboy. You know, uh, you know, if you don't like X, you must be Y. Exactly, you know, it's, it's, it's the change in yeah. There's college that we turn things to black and white. It's not like gray or better yet. It's like yeah, I like this, but it's not a big deal to me. And it's something uh, psychology. I have all these philosophy I've been studying for free because I'm important for all the the philosophy of the consumerism. That consumerism has become a new religion, but I can get to hold that. Basically, the summation is that <laughs> because people has no proper way to learn how to appreciate things because I put money into it. It has to be the best. It has to be it succeed. Yeah. rather than understanding that. I have, I have to justify my purchase as the best thing ever. Or so I exactly. I have to, I, yeah. Instead of understanding that just because purchase make it good or better than anything else. And the same thing. A lot of people have so many anchors. Like you've seen people get upset about Kickstarters. Keith, you've seen like, like sometimes they do bad delivery and someone put like a hundred dollars in a Kickstarter game and get like crap. They have a justified consumer. I feel like you're talking about me and my number nine. No, 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 I'm not. I'm no. not. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's it's a, it's an example. I have nothing. I don't know how much you put into it. Blah blah blah. But I, I think that's the problem. It's like the new the new way of the I would say the Western thinker or people in general is we, we move to a consumerism where that is my my religion I spent. 
because me and 500 other million people bought a PlayStation, we are the best, and we have won this blah, 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 because that's the reason. Not if they don't care about anything else, they're justifying, as Carl pointed out, my purchasing. I justified my thing. I have because I put so much worship into it rather than understanding what it's worth. Because what if you bought it and it busted? To them, it has to be good. It's the only choice I have. But let's not even talk about that. I mean, we're we're just talking that's, about that's perception. the whole philosophy. Yeah, it's consumerism. In, in that I sense, think but. to me, a lot of it is just like social media is, and and sites like Reddit are very much like um, an instigator for this. But a lot of these arguments just lack nuance. They're, they're, they're whether it's the person who's saying it, or whether it's the person who who's reading it or or listening to it, like so, just a lot of the times, the stuff just lacks nuance and context, yes. and people just don't want to look for it, you know. But a lot of the times, yeah. they they look to somebody or someone that they admire or that they follow on on the internet, and they they look to their opinion as law, and they they don't care to look into it more because they respect that person more, you know. And then it just turns into exactly. if this well, person doesn't have a, a, any kind of nuance to to their argument or whatever, then they, they can just it, choose to listen to what they want to, exactly. and just kind of go exactly. Over there. It's not just that. It's it's social media, social media, <clears throat> and you know YouTube and everything else has created exactly what we're talking about. What we stated at the start of this, it created an echo chamber. People are going to go out and find the things that they enjoy on the internet, and only the things that they enjoy, the things that make them happy. And when you go into something that makes you happy, and you see somebody coming in there with another another side of an opinion. Like if you're you're a Sony, you know you're somebody who's played a lot of Sony stuff. You love your Sony stuff, and you're going to somebody who deals exclusively with Sony stuff, and then you see that one trolling Microsoft guy going, eh, "PlayStation sucks. Microsoft is better." Bury him. Then, then, yeah. then it's, it's you know it's literally that it's it's shun the non-believer and get the yeah and like a religion and, exactly it's, 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 it's well it's not even the religion of consumerism. It's just. It's more so the psychology of me. Again, it comes yeah. back to the individual. I am right. My reasoning is right. I, my opinions are the correct opinion. We have lost the ability to debate. We have lost the ability to critically think about things. We have lost the ability to be middle ground about anything. The world has now become black and white, left and right, you know, it, uh, uh, everything is done in absolutes. There is no middle grounds anymore. There is no gray area. There is no fence sitting. You can't be a gamer who, you know, like most, I, I'd assume most of us sitting here today, I can at least speak for myself and Keith, knowing our both, both of our backgrounds, we yeah. both own PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, PC, you're going back generations, you know, and we, that's we what are, bothers me. That's exactly what bothers you know, me. We 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 lived we lived the the old days of so Sega versus Nintendo, yeah, bit versus sixteen bit, CDs versus cartridges, yeah. You know, we 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 have lived the old wars, my friend. We have seen the old empires come and go, and but the thing is, even then, back then. It was still everything was in absolutes. Yeah, and the problem is that social media, in the way that we can curate it, control it, and shape the vision that we see inside of our little blinkers like this, it has created a generation that thinks in nothing but blinders. 
Whereas you have some of the older generations like myself and Keith, once again, as examples, we've been through this. We actually sat there. We could deliberate the, the debates back then pretty, pretty well. And it would come down to, okay, we could agree to disagree. These days, no, you cannot agree to disagree. You must have an absolute, and it better be my absolute, or you are the wrong person on the wrong side of history, et cetera, et cetera. And blah, blah, blah. But no, my, my thing about it too is like, yeah, I grew up black and white is like, well, I grew up in those eras too, but I feel like back in the day, like Sega versus Nintendo, no one kind of cared as much. I guess because like, what oh, they did. Oh, they did. Did, 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 did they you play did. Mario or did you play Sonic? Because if you played Sonic, you were wrong because Mario was the best. I played both actually because I was popular. And if but, you don't yeah. like no, it, that, but that, but that was the argument. That was <laughs> yeah. the argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember hearing that. Mm. To me, <laughs> I think it's like, to me, it just seems like an inevitability with how big games become. And then, I mean, it's just gonna only gonna get bigger with the amount of people who play games just because, like, there's less of a chance for the expert to speak or, or whatever. And there's more of a chance for the vocal minority to become the vocal majority. And a lot of yeah, these yeah. people will just kind like, of join with one another. And if they, they feel like their opinions align, then they'll shout the same thing over and over again. And that's kind of what it turns into. And I think it's, it's always kind of been that way. It'll probably always be that way. I think it's just up to the people to kind of, choose whether or not they choose to to understand the context or not and you know I, if they want to align themselves with the with sony and, and decide that the playstation is the best then you know power to them to do that and and if they don't want to learn more right. then they don't have to i but, think yeah that, that's the point of bliss. but yeah that's you beat me to answer that but it's like a perfect example is like the last handheld console keith and i are probably wait does anyone like does anyone else besides keith and i own a vita What's that? I used to, I, used I had to a PSP. One, I, I I traded in my Vita a long time ago. Yeah, hey, this Vita. thing right here, this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Hey, that's hey, beautiful, hey, little boy. Yeah. Hey, 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 Keith, how much? Did your switch go through the laundry? Right it is a lot. Well, I will say, <laughs> I have a lot of. It's not the Vita's fault. It actually, was playing Persona on it. It wasn't that. It's the fact that this room carries a lot of dust. Ooh, I can a... clean up this room and tomorrow it'll be dusty again. Not a good feeling, my man. But Sucks. it's just like, but understand, like to me, the Vita was my one of my favorite handhelds. I still, I mean, I own 3DS too. Oh, we've got one. But it's like I understand why the console failed, whatever. But you know, my little brother at the time, because he was like 12, 13, you beat a six, hey, <laughs> you lose. It's like, dude, it's not because of that. It's fine, but it's many things. You don't understand that. Number one, it's like a t- you know, he's in college now. He understands. Oh, the Vita lost because of marketing, and he just really couldn't push unit sales. Now yeah. he understands. But it's like. The time for people to understand is not going to happen as quickly as you would. Like, I wish more people would. Like, I get it. Sony, Sony, clearly won this console war. It's, it's, it is what it is. That's it. Fine. But, my, but you that's know, my a, thing. That's my thing. It's, it's, that's it's, the thing. It's, they, they haven't won shit. I mean, I'm sorry. There, there is, there is, the there thing, is no... the, the mental, like I said, the psychology you believe it because so many people have it. Well, the, they uh, yeah, that's that's the psychology. That, again, that's the psychology of the the psychology of me and my absolutes. It, it, there, there is no winner of the console wars since it became, you know, so Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo, Nintendo. And, you know, you know, Sega until they died. Um, yep. you know, that, but there has been no winner. winner. The winner has been, if, if you want to call a winner in all of this, it's us as gamers. Well, more that, variety means more games. That, and, that, and, and that's that what we're right there. On. That right there. That's what really upsets me. because. 
People do not understand this. Yes, Sony has is the market share winner. Congratulations, that's great. But it's the innovation. Yeah, look, it's go, the go, fact go, go that they're to, pushing. Go back people. one. Yeah. Go back one generation. Microsoft was the fucking winner. Oh, right. I'm sure. And, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure. If you, look, if you look at console sales right now, you're probably look going. Hey, Nintendo's a winner. Yeah. There is no clear cut winner, 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 winner. Winning has been ask the gamers for variety. If yeah. you want to call any, if you want to call any of the these little pedantic, stupid little gaming wars that we've had over the years as a winner, Nintendo beat Sega. That's the only one that's ended. Yeah, that's the only one that's ended, and that was the one that, that we were having when Keith and I were like, you know, yeah, ten, same, eleven yeah. years old. Yeah, and, I, and, I and, it, the, and it didn't make a difference then. It was like, okay, congratulations, no. that's great. We, no, we're still because, getting games. Because Sega, yeah, we we Sega still got pop, games yeah. because Sega Sega's out of the running. Oh, look, here comes Nintendo. Here comes Microsoft and Sony to start it all up again. And it's like, wow, all of a sudden we have all these games that we can start playing. Right. You know, and, and this wasn't this this wasn't just to to complain about the fanboys. This was me just getting agitated that the the fact that people don't understand that this is about gaming the whole thing is about gaming it's not about microsoft being the number one xyz whoever it's not about playstation being the number one console or or nintendo it's that these are games and and don't get and don't get it twisted don't think pc isn't left out of this conversation oh my god don't bring that up because that was <laughs> I, I had a I had a debate with somebody the the, the, the AMD versus Nvidia debate somebody and, came know, out Intel and was, versus AMD and this I'm that, not going to say who it was know. and it, there, I had, there was a similar conversation on Twitter but I'm not talking about that one there was one I had on Reddit and somebody was like the PlayStation Four is the number one gaming platform and I was like no it is not <laughs> and then he started arguing with me and I was like you want to start it's it's fucking mobile phones yep PC. Yep. Yep. Then your PlayStation. Yeah. Yep. Oh no. Oh, here's the figure. Shut the hell up. <laughs> here's like the he, facts. And, and, you know, like I said, like the psychology. Because the thing is that people and I, I say a lot of people want the winner. I want to be on the bandwagon of winner because I'm a winner too. It's like, like I said, that weird psychology of the consumer. So it's like, to me, my thing is like, do I? Yeah. Bar, do, does Sony have the market share? Yeah, they do. That's cool. But after a while, you just don't care anymore. It's like I have other things to do, and that's the weird part. Like they put so much focus on this. Rather than, like you said, there's more diversity of games. You have indie development now. I can play games on my platform. I have Fantasy Star 2 coming out. Thanks, Microsoft. You finally did some good work for me once in your life. You know, you gave me Fantasy Star 2 online. So, boom, I'm happy. So, let's uh, wrap yeah. it up. Uh, Case, please continue. Yeah. I, I really don't know what else to say other than the fact that we as gamers, as individuals who play games, need to realize that this whole nonsense of this console or this maker or this this manufacturer or this development studio or whoever is the best of the best of the best. Because as somebody said to me, and I'm pretty sure you've all heard it, there's always somebody out there bigger than you who's ready to take your shit. And we've, we've always had it where it's Microsoft and Sony going back and forth with each other with Nintendo in the background going, yeah, that's cool. But we're still making our money. We don't care about your silly console war. And I think they have the right mentality because they literally do not care. They may not have the best system out there. They definitely don't have the most powerful system out there. Their online system sucks. But you know what? People are still buying Nintendo shit. It's the same thing with the PC. Hey, you guys may complain that uh, PC gaming is expensive and that 
it's it's not very friendly, even though it has been friendly for years now. But PC gaming has died and been reborn so many times. You might as well call it PC gaming the Phoenix. Yeah, died. And, and the thing is that, and that's the thing too. It's like as Carl pointed, I agree with him. Gamers went into diversity of games. I do not want to live in a world, and as much as I like Sony and their products and some and lot in the companies they own, I do not want to live in a world where Sony is the number one de facto gaming guy. That's a scary world to live in. That's scary to have one company own the entire industry, and and you know, you know, my fellow Aussie and I know we lived that way in wrestling, at least in the Western world, for a long yeah. time. That's a scary world to live in. But that's just it, you know. One company having a monopoly over the industry is not something that you want to see. No, you know, as as Matt just pointed out, you know, as wrestling fans, we used to sit through the Monday Night Wars, WCW versus WWE. When, do- when WCW went out of business, WWE was the only game in town. Then they could get away with whatever they wanted because they were the only game in town and that you would you had, didn't have any other choice. Nope. Now we find, now we have another contender coming up in, in you know, PEW. And suddenly fans are starting to peak interest again. If you were to have something like that where Sony, where Microsoft and Nintendo said... We're we're done. We're not going to produce games anymore. We're going to give it all, let it all go to Sony. That's a that's a scary world to live in. Yeah, at. because then that means that control control is one hundred percent Sony, and that means that they can put out ten ton of shovelware, and you've got no choice. Exactly. They they yeah, have little reason to a, a world to a world without yeah, a world without competition is a very boring world to live in. Uh, and I don't care whether you're, you're a Sony fanboy or a Microsoft fanboy or a PC Golden God or a Nintendo Switch God. lover or, you know, if you're sitting would, there playing you, Candy Crush on your goddamn mobile. You totally you know, missed the totally miss opportunity to say Golden Lord from me here. Golden, <laughs> yes, Golden I have been blessed by my mega. <laughs> you know, you know, Gabe and be praised, but, you know. Gabe uh, <laughs> but, but, like... Seriously, I don't care whether you're playing games from a mobile phone to a $4,000 friggin' mega rig PC or any console in between. The only, and I've said this a thousand times already, the only people that are a winner in this conversation are gamers. Gamers will play anything. They don't give a shit what it's on, they don't give a shit if it's PC, Xbox, Nintendo, whatever. If you're finding a game you're enjoying, you're a winner. You've won the war because that variety is choice. That variety is a spice of life. It is what makes sure that you, as a gamer, are invested in the industry. It's not your alliance to, to a brand. It's your alliance to the hobby, yeah. and if you can't, and if you can't see that, then maybe you need to put down the controller, walk away from the keyboard, uh, click close on the phone, and go do something else. Because if you're going to sit there going loyalty to a brand is bigger than the hobby itself, you got a you, sir or madam are a fucking idiot. I agree with that 110 percent because it's like it's just disgusting. Because they don't get that. It's like, yes, you can like something. I totally get it. Like, you know, 
I'm a I like Sony. That they, they've done good by me. They gave me all my JRPG fixes. I love PC because all my indie fixes on there. I've been lot, happy a lot lately that a lot more indie games hitting consoles, but I still play my indies. But again, in a horrible world, we should never live in. One guy owns everything. We're all doomed. We're all doomed. I'm telling you, they own the entire mode of production. We're doomed. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's yeah. Microsoft, Gabe Newell, you know, Sony, or even Mr. Nintendo's little bike running down the street. I'm not living in that world. That's a horrible gaming world to live in. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that out of there. I'm pretty sure we'll this has been this has been a very very cathartic episode where we yeah, got we get a lot, lot of heat for this. We, we we got we got a lot of our, our gripes out for the first time in a while. Well, we yeah, yeah. Al, we, wait, I didn't get my gripes out. I hate Street Fighter Five. No, I'm going that later. No, you said every <laughs> podcast, dude. You said that's, every that's podcast. a whole podcast. I know, it's a whole podcast. <laughs> We've also I talked hate... about that a lot. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. But I I actually stopped hating it less because I accepted it. Yeah. Um, Super Turbo is still a great game. I'm missing. It's <sighs> Ultra Instinct Goku makes me cry. That's all I can say. Oh my god, what is he? The damage. The damage. The damage. There's nothing you can do about it. Just let it go. Oh uh, no, 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 no. It, it it's cool, but it's like, did I just die from a crouching <laughs> light? And like, yeah. That's just, all you just, feel. Just this don't play. Just don't play Dragon Ball Fighters, Matt. Just to save your soul. Let it. <laughs> let it go. There you go. No, let it's go. a good game. I enjoy it. Let like it I said. Go. No, I enjoy it. It's just like, did I just die from a crouching like for Ultra Instant Goku? They just always see tears in your eye. I've seen the light. <laughs> oh. Um, anyway, thank you anyway, for following us on another episode of Spectator yeah, Podcast. Um, seriously, though, but if you guys want to come on the podcast, talk gaming, we would love to have people on the show. Big or small, we don't care. We want to talk about people, talk with people about gaming yeah. and everything that in, that in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That it Everything, everything that's made of gaming, everything that's about gaming, we want to talk about. Hell, hell, if hell, if you've got something like we did tonight, where we were bitching about fanboys, if you got something you want to get off your chest about the gaming industry, please let us know, and we'll organize yeah. for you to come on the show to voice your opinion. You want you want to be a part of these debates and part of these chats? Then let us know, and we'll bring you on. You know, we we are we are here. We want to interact with the fan base. We want to interact with those that come and support us, and we want we want to hear your voice because it's. As much as we love hearing our own voices every week, you know, it, it's not it's not just us that is is here for gaming. We are here, hopefully, being an advocate for your voice, but we want to hear from you directly. And you could totally be somebody who doesn't agree with us and come on a show. Yeah. That's great. Debates yeah. are fine. Yeah, you you, you, you want yeah. to bitch one of us out on the on the thing? If you like Street Fighter Five and you want to have a go at Matt, please buy all. You would, you would lose. You would, you would lose that bet. Hundred. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You would lose that argument. I won't even say a word. I'll just be in the box, like got like popcorn. Yeah, yeah, like, point out like, actual like, frame like, data about like <laughs> the only thing that survives the difference between Street Fighter Five. There's three frame okay, characters, Matt, and four Matt, frame characters. Come down, come down, come down, come down. See, look, he's already done. The argument's already He doesn't even have anything to argue with. We all agree with you. It's like, <laughs> no, oh, boy. Like, that's not an argument. That's a fact of life. They don't dispute it. Oh, God, yeah. man, I'm cold. Oh, jeez. Anyway, but, again. But also, but also that, that, being, that being said, you know, if you want to come on, please, by all means. Otherwise, you know, Keith's about to go through all the places where you can find this thing. But also be, also be aware that uh, Keith and myself also stream on uh, the good old Twitch Wait, platform. Yeah, you stream. Fuck. You stream used to be an older platform. Uh, yeah. Anybody remembers that one? Um, <laughs> so so we got we got Keith 
over there at twitch.tv forward slash shadow hacksaw. Doing, doing dogs. Yep, yep. Uh, I would never and thought I, dog. Even though he's no, dumb he as fuck, I dog. love that dumb dog. <laughs> uh, Stupid dog. And, and, also, and also myself uh, over at Twitch TV slash The Mace Thing 2. Uh, we both have been streaming Remnant from the Ashes along with, with Matt having his voice there and ordering Chinese food from Mexican places. I'm oh, poor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm poor. What am I supposed to do? Don't live in New York. That's the fucking one. Yeah, um, that's one. But but you um, know, about but, but we, 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 we we got we got streams going. Uh, Keith and I are now starting to work out our own personal schedules of when, when and what we're streaming. So please go go over to our pages. Have a uh, drop a like on both of them. Give them a follow. Have a look at our streaming schedules. See what else you want to come on and have a look at. Otherwise, you can always come back next week for another episode of Spectator Mode. And where can they find these episodes of Spectator Mode, Keith? Uh, in my wallet. Oh, uh, oh audioboom.com. No. Audio boom <laughs> audio Just look for the Outer Haven or Spectator Mode. You can also check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell it is anymore. I don't know. We're also on Plex Podcast, so find us over there as well. And wherever other good gaming podcasts are, you likely we'll find Spectator Mode. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, you can always go and hear most of our opinions, thoughts, reviews, and everything else over at theoutahaven.net. Fantastic. That sounds like a good spiel. And yes, we like guests. We want guests. We want more guests. Part of the 2020 initiative was to have more guests in the industry come over. Yes. We didn't really do that. Yes, but... while, while, while everybody is trapped in your houses and you all have webcams and know how to use like Zoom or something like that, or even, you know, Discord, Zoom we have a Discord. We, we have a Discord as well. You People are welcome to join it and talk with us directly. Otherwise, you can get in touch with us on Discord and we will get give you the information to come onto the show. We have ways. We know people. We have learned the internet. We also have portals. Wait, what? Portals, which I had a portal Potholes. I had a potholes. Oh. Things in the oh. ground. No, Things in the ground, yeah. Potholes. Pot, pot, pot pot yeah, you got yeah, a lot of those. They need to fix those damn things. Yeah, boy. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another episode of A Spectator Mode. This is about the point where all, we're all going to get the fuck out of here because I want lunch. And we also want to play some video games. So, Wait, so whatever, you, whatever you're playing, make sure you have... Have fun what? playing it. Doesn't matter what brand you, you're representing, as long as you're having fun. That's what gaming's all about. See you later, people. Oh, that fuck, was fuck fanboy toxicity. Go away. No.